Welcome to Live on Purpose Radio with Dr. Paul Jenkins, where you will hear inspiring stories of ordinary people doing extraordinary things. Feed your mind with a regular dose of positive energy and show up for your life every day on purpose. Living on purpose means that you have a purpose and you do it intentionally. And now, here's your host, Dr. Paul. Hello everybody, welcome back to Live on Purpose Radio. This is Dr. Paul, the shrink who expands your life. I've got another fun guest with me today. This is Pilar Ortiz. Thank you, Paul. I'm so happy to be here. Thrilled that you're with me. You have a very colorful history. (laughs) You've done all kinds of exciting things, and you've shared some of those stories with me. Now, folks, Pilar comes from the television and news media industry. Mm -hmm. Um, You're a very well-known figure in... Florida, particularly, on the Spanish television networks there, Uh, because you've been doing this for how long? I was on television and broadcasting for 25 years. I started my career Uh, in my hometown, Bogota, capital of Colombia, Yes. and I started in television by, I don't know if I say accident, coincided, definitely no mistake, Right. Uh, but I... I had fear of public speaking. I was studying mass communications, but I wanted to write in a newspaper. I never thought about working on television. (laughs) That didn't cross your mind. No, at all, but you know how it goes. Mm. Uh, One of my teachers said, you are looking for an internship? They are looking for some in television. I'm like, no way. No, 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 no. I cannot even ask a question in press conferences. I was so (laughs) afraid Mm -hmm. and fear of public speaking so he said but you never know so why shouldn't you I mean why you should try so I applied I got that job I never work on a newspaper and all my life I work on television so I I had to overcome the fear of public speaking very very early in my career I was in my 20s (laughs) now we learn a lot from our experiences and you got to face this head on as you stumbled into or sort of accidentally got into television broadcasting, facing those fears of of speaking and being in front of the camera and whatever else that entailed, you learned a lot from that. Absolutely. And every one of those situations had been an opportunity for me. Mm -hmm. I was a very young reporter and in a time that my country was facing a very violent time. This was 89, 90s, and it was terrorism and drugs, a lot of violence around it. So those were my first years on television. And I remember 1993, I was a very young rookie reporter working already in a TV station Mm -hmm. when I got assigned to go cover the death of Paulo Escobar, one of the most dangerous drug drug dealers of all times. So at that moment, I could have said, no, I'm not going. Mm -hmm. I've never done a live television shot. I was already working on television, but not doing live television. But I said, yes, I knew that was an opportunity right there. And my mantra at the time, Paul, I was like, every reporter in the world would love to be here. This they is would an love to have that assignment. Absolutely. And it changed my career when I, I said yes, and I took a flight to Medellin 
This is before cable, before cellular phones, before 24-hour news. Right. And I overcame my own fear. I believe in my strengths and my talents, okay? I have mm -hmm. this opportunity. I am here. I'm going to do the best. And from the waist down, I was shaking when I, 7 o'clock, I heard the 3, 2, you are on the air. Yes. Maria del Pilar Ortiz reportando en vivo desde Medellín, Colombia, live. 40 million people watching, wow. but that was a very nice launch of my career because a lot of opportunities came from that. So it was the fear mm -hmm. versus the opportunity, but I right. chose to focus on the opportunity, not in the fear that I was feeling. Pilar, this is something that I love about you because you, you look for and focus on the positive which, of course, is what we do here at Live On Purpose Radio. Right, which I love being here as your guest. And it moves you from a place of being stuck or paralyzed into a place where you have, as you said, so many opportunities. This thing that you did not want to do was very instrumental in launching your whole career. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And so many times I thought people were used to think like that. I like mm. I've been thinking positively, not like oh nothing wrong is going to happen to me, or I'm such a positive person, and every day in mm -hmm. the mirror I'm like you are positive, not in that sense. Right. But I created this ability of switching really really fast my thinking in mm. any circumstance. But I thought everyone was able to do that. And now that I'm coaching and in the process, mm -hmm. I realize that people don't go very easy to that place of switching from the negative to the positive. Or if something happens, I lose a client or a contract right away. Oh, the good thing is that I'm going to do this other thing. Mm. But I learned it very early from my dad and my mom, actually, because I w was raised under that environment. And I remember right. I was only 12 years old. My dad was in the hospital for two months. Uh, he had a tumor in his knee, and mo most likely 90% chances they were going to amputate his leg. Oh, wow. And for two months, without the uncertainty, mm -hmm. he kept his humor, he kept his positivity. I'm like, if this, I'm not going to worry for something that hasn't happened, and if it happens, we will move to a one-story house. We will do this. I mean, the positive around that. Right. Uh, thank God it didn't happen. He has, mm -hmm. he, he, the outcome was great. But that's the type of thinking and attitude that I grew up with. And now I help others to have. It's interesting that you mentioned it surprised you a little bit to find out that this isn't a natural thing for mm -hmm. everyone. It's something that you were raised with and also something that you have practiced mm -hmm. in sometimes very challenging circumstances. I remember you telling me another story about going to Haiti. Yes. Would you share that with our listeners? Absolutely, absolutely. So as a reporter, I had the opportunity to go to Haiti. This was uh, under the change, the dictatorship and the mm -hmm. invasion. But uh, we took a flight. We were about to take a flight in Re Dominican Republic. Yes. But they said, you can only take your carry-on. 
And my photographer at the time, you remember these big cameras on television? Right, it this wasn't was before just the digital small stuff. Absolutely. They had a mm. tape recorder on the side, a big, big cam recorder, yep, right. and the other camera. Mm -hmm. And I'm using all my hands here but <laughs> to get the yes. picture. So they said, you only have... Uh, you can carry only one carry-on. So we right. had to empty my bag, put half of his clothes in my bag, and the camera was his carry-on. And we went to, oh. to Haiti. We were going to be there for three days, Paul. Three days. But that weekend, they blocked the borders. Every single flight, boat, bus, everything Nobody was closed. Nobody in or out. In or out at all. We stayed a month. Oh, and they're With very half of the carry-on, carry washing <laughs> our clothes by hand every night, and with other reporters from CNN from around the world. But we got the most, the best out of the situation, and uh, we were yeah washing clothes to change. Like oh, I want a white shirt today. You want the red one, so mm -hmm. we kind of switch among each other. But those type of experiences really help us to get the best out of any situation because right. the truth is life is like a roller coaster it's not like oh one day a lady told me like oh but your life is is perfect basically you are on television you do this i'm like not really is the attitude that we mm. put and we have for example at univision that was my home for 11 years i was the news director and the news anchor at univision in tampa we built the whole news crew first newscast for Hispanic community, even among English newscasts. Oh. And mm -hmm. one day, after 11 years, I got to my office, and they're like, oh, this is 2009, financial crisis. We are going to close the news department, lay off everybody. Three boxes that they handed me empty. Thank you. Nothing really had happened. I had the best relationship with my boss, and now they are my clients, and they are very good friends. Mm -hmm. But that day, for example, my situation changed right away. So it's not like because I'm on television, everything yes. is perfect. Not at all. We know that. But it's the attitude that we have to face the situations. I remember I went home. I cried for a little bit, of course. It was shocking. I didn't mm -hmm. expect to lose my salary and my job. <laughs> but, right, right. But I focus in the good one, not in the bad. I have the connections. My talent is with me. I have this and this and that. And after 24 hours, I was again. I didn't know what I was going to do. It took me a while to figure it out, but I knew who yeah. I was. And I focus in the strengths to make sure I was going to make it happen. And then I built my business and I have been on my own since then. I didn't need it at television station mm. to have a business. That's <laughs> right. I, I'm thinking this experience that you had in Haiti mm -hmm. is really just another example of what happened when the television station changed their programming. and and did the layoffs. Mm -hmm. It's the same problem to which you can apply the same principles. In everything in life, Paul, if we really know that, it could be a change in positions, it could be a company that closes, it could be a client that says, hey, I don't want to work with you anymore. Right. <laughs> I don't yes. need you anymore. And what happens, one of the principles, it's about confidence. What happens sometimes, people are like, oh, this is because of me, or I take it personally, what happened here? Right. It's not about that. I never blame Univision. I knew it wasn't that I, do, I did something wrong. 
I understood right away that was a business decision. The economics were wrong in the country, and I kept going. Just Instead keep of like, forward. oh, no. Five years after that, I remember a viewer, oh, did you already forgive them? And I'm like, what? Excuse me? What are you talking about? <laughs> like, it wasn't even an issue for you. <laughs> it wasn't even an issue. And as I mentioned, they're my clients, my friends. And I don't take those things personally. I, I just keep going. That's brilliant. I think there are some other principles that we'll identify as we come in from this break. So folks, this is Pilar Ortiz. Perfect. Live on Purpose Radio. We'll be right back. Thank you for listening to Live on Purpose Radio. We're so glad to have you here. Please come by the website, drpauljenkins.com, spelled with a D-R, drpauljenkins.com. On the website, you'll have an opportunity to receive a free download. And while you're there, make sure you click on the social media icons. Come over to Facebook, where we will be posting these episodes as well as our YouTube videos and other content and announcements for you to share. Please like us, comment, subscribe, join the conversation. We're happy to have you with us here at Live On Purpose Radio. Let's all support each other to live on purpose. DrPaulJenkins.com And we're back. Pilar Ortiz at Live On Purpose Radio. I'm so glad to be here. What a, what a fun conversation this is for me because, Pilar, I have been focusing on positivity as, as the core principle in my practice that I teach people that we focus on here on the show. And you mentioned just before the break, confidence is important. What role do you think positivity plays in confidence, in giving someone the confidence to move forward? I love that. I believe, and I always tell my clients and every person that I talk to, that I confidence doesn't exist. And this is what I mean. Mm. People think that you get confidence, like you buy it in a place, or you, you learn it, it, you find it, I have it, you are so confident, Pilar. And, the, and I'm like, so one day I was listening to that, and I'm like, what are the, I mean, I have fears. I don't feel confident all the time, but I know right. what to do. So I decided to come up with this concept of confidence doesn't really, really exist. If we learn to generate confidence when we need it, we will have confidence when we need it. Uh, let me give you an example. Right. Like uh, a couple of years ago, 2015, I got chosen by the National Speakers Association to be one of the hosts of the podcast Voices of Experience. This podcast goes, as you know, to 4,000 speakers around the world that are mostly English, English <laughs> speakers, yes. English-speaking people. First reaction, my head, my mind, everything on the phone, I'm like, no way, I cannot do this. It's like, you know I speak Spanish, right? I know. I've been in television, and I'm a great interviewer. Spanish is my first language. I know I'm fluent in English. I'm speaking in English as a speaker, as a coach, but it's different to interview speakers 
So that was and my was limited audio, belief. Not audio, video. not video, which I have mm -hmm. my hands, and you know, I use my hands You're very when I expressive speak. Visually, right? So I help. Mm -hmm. It helps. Sure. So my first reaction was like, no, 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 no. And right away, I said, what would I tell my client? This right. is fear. This is fear. Mm -hmm. it is my confidence went to zero right away because I thought I wasn't going to be able to do it. So you see mm -hmm. how for that specific mm -hmm. situation, I didn't have the confidence. However, I knew what to do to build the confidence again. So I, I, I knew that if I was going to say no, I was going to regret because this was a wonderful oh. opportunity. Yes. I, overcome, I overcame the fear. I said yes to the opportunity. I hired a coach. I know I have an accent. I'm very proud of my accent because I learned English at the age of 30th when I moved to the United States. Wow. But I hired a coach to work on my, for example, hired instead of hire because I knew in audio I wanted for people to understand me correctly. Right. And not to lose my accent, but to make sure my pronunciation was good for that podcast. Right, so that you could be understood. I practiced. I hired the coach. I did a lot of interviews. We did over 100. And now, yes. still now to these days, people stop me in the hallways to say, oh, you are Pilar, the one from Voices of Experience. So I right. built my confidence. I overcame my own fear. Mm -hmm. I did it despite what people were going to say or think about me. I did my best. I feel great. I felt great after I did it. And then here I am. So it's not that we get confidence like we buy it in a shop and right. we have it forever. It's important for the listener to know that if we know what to do with it. And you mentioned positivity. For me, it's a main ingredient of confidence because it's an attitude. It's believing right. that you can do it. It's focusing in the right things, in the positive things, mm -hmm. not in the wrong. Well, what is going to be wrong with my podcast? I never thought about what's going to be wrong. I never focus in, oh, they're not going to like me. I focus on me. That's the power. What, what can, can I, I do? do? Who I am Beautiful. going to be in order to make this happen? I'm sure some people didn't like it. It's okay. But most yes. of the people admire that, and I feel wonderful with myself. So that's a positive attitude. of I'm not better than anyone, but I'm doing what it takes in order to really use opportunities that have come my way. So right. for me, positivity, and I love your show, and I am looking forward to listen to more of your interviews. Mm. I, it's a key part of my life. I really, yes. that I'm being grateful. Positivity and being grateful for me, they go together because mm. if we have more people around the world, and that, that's why I love your movement, thinking mm -hmm. and focusing on the positive, Yes. we will be able to change a lot of things. I want to ask you more about the gratitude, but before we leave the positivity, you said it's a main ingredient in creating this confidence because if you don't think you can do it, you won't even try. So I, I wanted to acknowledge that, Pilar, because that is so powerful. It, we're trapped. If we get into a negative attitude, there's nowhere to go. There's no next step. Just Absolutely. Give up. 
And if we compare ourselves with everyone, I always say there are many people that are doing better, making more Always. money, uh, they know more, whatever it is. But there are many other people that are not there yet. Mm -hmm. I like to see myself instead of thinking, oh, these people can do it because of that, or other people cannot do it because they don't have it. We right. are like in a highway. Some people have done it before us. So those cars, those people are ahead of us. Right. And other people are behind on the highway. And we are moving. As long as we are moving, we will get there. So right. I like to see that visual of a high a highway because, as you said, if we have the car rolling, we will get eventually to that place. But if we don't mm -hmm. do it, it's not going to happen. So that's really yes. important every day. And it's not a matter of being positive, saying, everything is fine. How are you doing? Fantastic. Because we know that little voice is saying, you are not saying the truth. It's not mm -hmm. fantastic. It's beyond that. So I don't want for people to think it's like, oh, how are you doing? Oh, I'm super good. This is wonderful. If you are not aligned, I call it the internal pillar and the external pillar. Your mindset, your thoughts, your beliefs, your ideas right. aligned with what you are showing out there in the world, with right. your smile, with your eyes, with your body language, mm -hmm. which is my expertise. If those two things are not aligned, you are going to have that little voice saying, mm -mm, mm -hmm. that's mm -hmm. not true, not I know you. Mm -hmm. So it's a habit that we can create by creating the change every day of thinking and focusing in the good things, not in the bad things. So that energizes us and puts us on a path where we can actually create something as a solution to whatever we're facing. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, with Gr that positive attitude. So gratitude, you mentioned that one as well. Tell us a little bit about the role gratitude plays. Mm -hmm. For me, we cannot have enough. For I am always in a gratitude mindset. Like mm. Since the moment I wake up, Paul, mm -hmm. my brain, my soul, my heart, my mind go to that place of I'm alive, I'm breathing. I am here for a reason. Yes. I believe in God. I have my talents. I have my family. My, and I am grateful for that. I am breathing and I have the power to go make something happen. Mm. If we are worried about something mm -hmm. and we stay in that moment of like, oh, that's not going to happen for me or I don't have this or I cannot do it, guess what? We are going to get more of that. Mm -hmm. But instead, if I ask right now you or a listener to think in something that you are grateful for, as little as it could be or as big as it could be, it doesn't matter. Yeah. When we are thinking in something that is we are grateful for, we cannot be worried at the same time. Mm -hmm. That's a very nice principle. So it's not like I don't get worried for things. But if I focus in that, I'm gonna, my anxiety and everything is going to be worse. But if I say, what is the good thing I'm going to focus in something I'm grateful for, my right. mind cannot be in those two places at the same time. You cannot be worried and grateful at the same time. So I choose very often 
and on a daily basis, many, many, many times. And on purpose, I And might on add. purpose, as you say, to focus on that. I'm grateful for something. And that could be as yes. little as anything that you can think of. I'm grateful for these two minutes of peace on my own, or I'm grateful for this bite of food that I'm going to eat, or I'm grateful for something huge that had happened. Find something. And find something. We have so many things for right. the person that listens to us, so somebody mm -hmm. that you can share something with. You cannot worry about that. I love that this is a choice, and you have, you have pointed that out several times. This may not come naturally. That's okay. Mm -hmm. You may not be used to it. That's okay. Choose it. Practice it. You get better at it. I can tell that you practice this, Pilar, because I watch you interact with people. We're, we're visiting here in Dallas, Texas at the National Speakers Association Convention, and I watch you circulate with these people, and you are just energetic and positive and that causes people to gravitate toward you. You become and a magnet somehow, and, and thank yes. you for saying that. And again, this is because it's aligned. Sometimes yeah. I don't feel 100%, but I put my 100% the best way I can, being my mm -hmm. best self. So this is not a matter of like, I'm always super <laughs> good, but well, it, right. it becomes a habit. So I sometimes right. people are like, okay, but I don't have that. I, I worry a lot. What should I, what could mm -hmm. I do? So what little tip um, that I can share with your audience is, for example, if you don't have that, that habit because maybe you didn't grow up in a family that yes. taught you to do it, Set up your alarm with two nice words. So you set up mm. your alarm for 3 o'clock, 9 o'clock, 7 o'clock, whatever, whatever it works for you, and you put a nice word to be, to be grateful for or to remind you about how am I feeling right now? Am I being positive? And the alarm? Just on your cell phone. And your cell phone. Remind yourself. A reminder. I'm like, okay, how do I feel right now? Or am I being positive at this moment? And you can just have one little word. Be positive. Something. You, so simple. So simple. So then the reminder is there, and you see it, and you realize, like, in this very moment, yes. I'm feeling this way. So if you are not feeling the way you want, you have the ability to change it. Right. If you are feeling the way you want, you have the ability to say thank you, being grateful because I am in that moment. So it yes. works both ways. Right. And it's a great reminder when we are not used to do it. Now these days mm. I'm so used to do it that I, I just oh, go to that place. Now. But you know, when we face challenges, we, it's great to have reminders all the time because yes. we are not perfect by any means, but we are, have created the habit of doing it. And the other thing, surround yourself with people that are going to help you to feel and think that way. So I'm yes. very picky with my friends, not because I don't value everyone. I help everyone. I want to really mm -hmm. be good with another human being. I'm big in empathy and compassion. Sure. I, I, I create that. When it comes to a person that is negative or somebody that has that uh, complaining and whining. Right, right. I choose, I make the decision like, okay, I help you with this. And then I Some go distance. a little bit of distance from this person 
For example, on the phone. Right. If I know this person is calling me, I don't answer the phone right away. I have the control. And then I call back in a good moment for me. I listen to the person. I help right. to whatever I can do. But I have chosen not to work with some clients because they drain my energy. Yes. Yes. And it's okay to do that. It's okay to do that. And if it's a family member and you cannot distance yourself that much, there are some ways that maybe you then can. Then you can deal with that too. <laughs> exactly. And you can focus in some other good things and you will get more of those good things. Well, Pilar, thank you so much for your contribution. Paul, thank you for inviting me. This flew, this time flew, and it I does. really appreciate it. If people want to connect with you or contact you, I know you do coaching and speaking and you use all of this great experience to help your clients. What's the best way for, for our listeners to get a hold of you? The website or social media, mm -hmm. Pilar Ortiz, and the way you spell my name is P-I-L-A-R. O-R-T-I-Z Pilar Ortiz So I'm looking forward to connect with all of you and uh, phone number, I don't know 727-557-5656 but probably social media is the easiest way to well, do it and I would go. love to connect with everyone It's going to take a little practice if you could use a coach or someone on your side Pilar is a wonderful person <laughs> to bring onto your positivity team. And now it's time, folks, to go live on purpose.